Do you wish it was easier managing your company's finances? Why is filing accounts so painful? Well, that's the reason we've partnered with Intuit QuickBooks, who make it really easy for founders and their companies to stay on top of their finances. And that goes for sole traders too. QuickBooks can save up to seven hours a week on your finance admin. Seven hours! They do a bunch of things to help. Whatever stage of your business, from centralizing all your docs for your self-assessment to making it easy to do payroll for your staff, from invoicing to effective time tracking. QuickBooks is a one-stop shop that gives you the tools you need to take care of your business. But they also provide an end-to-end view of your company's financials, which means you can make better business decisions. It's simple to use. You can get started in just 15 minutes. So if you want to take control of your finances, then head to quickbooks.co.uk forward slash secret leaders. That's quickbooks.co.uk forward slash secret leaders. There's a link in the show notes. I always lead with interest. This something that truly it uh, captivates you. Go in with the right expectations, go in with the right attitude and the right why. And certainly don't make it money first because it do- generally doesn't work when you go on with money first. That's Kurt Davis. He has spent 20 years in Silicon Valley and Asia working in venture capital and business development for technology startups, focusing on deals with companies like Apple, Microsoft, Spotify, and Sony. But he experienced failure with his very first business, a mobile game company. From Secret Leaders, I'm Dan Murray Serta, and this is our bite sized series dedicated to failure. We're doing this because we learn a lot more from failure than success, but we hardly ever hear about it. We're changing that with the help of entrepreneurs like Kurt sharing their worst moments. Kurt moved to Hong Kong in 2000. He loved his life there. He had a great job. Over the next few years, he witnessed the beginning of a wave of innovation in China, especially in tech. Alibaba, Tencent, Baibu, all of them were launched around that time and were beginning to grow. It was exciting. You could see the explosion everywhere you went, like just the amount of money going in. There was a lot of innovation. There was a lot of entrepreneurs from all over the world. The the new websites, all the, the online game companies. I mean, you could just, you, you would see it in front of you how quickly these things would explode. Not only online, just the massive amounts of people, but just the excitement when you'd go to conferences in Shanghai or Beijing, just just thousands of people just just swarming, trying to figure out what the next thing was and you know how to participate in this new, new economy, uh, whether it was Alibaba, uh, even foreign companies trying to come in, trying to figure out what to do. It was just so much and it was just, it was mind blowing. Kurt couldn't resist the opportunity. He left his job and moved to Shanghai in 2003 to make it as an entrepreneur. He was really into football, which he obviously calls soccer, and hit upon the idea of starting an online fantasy football game app. You know, at the time, there was more European football fans in China than anywhere else in the world, right? Like, so, so it, it came out because you would go to the bars and you'd go everywhere. And on any given weekend, they were just all watching European EPL. Like it was just the entire cities. He started the company with his co-founder, a developer. They started off looking at making a website and then realized they weren't going to be able to monetize it very well. So they turned their attention to mobile phones. Remember, this was 2003, the early days of smartphones, before the iPhone. So all of this was really new. But they did it. 
They got mobile phone carriers like China Unicom to sell their product and also spread into other countries in Asia. They were growing, but getting paid was really hard. And they had like payment cycles of nine to 12 months, maybe longer. And so it was like, we were just waiting. It was like, okay, we know you guys are going to pay us or not. And then when we were, you know, thinking about it, it was like, well, maybe they'll never pay us. We're going to running out of money. How are we going to pay the bills? It's anything, whatever an entrepreneur goes through. Like, okay, where are we going to sell it? Like, we got to get on a plane and go sell it in more countries, right? We have to hire more engineers, but we're running, we don't have enough money to do that or something to that extent. And then where were we going to get money? We have to go raise money. And I had a few investors who were interested, but it wasn't so clear if they were interested or not. Then, 18 months into the business, Kurt's partner decided he wanted to leave to go back to business school. Kurt was faced with a decision most entrepreneurs will be familiar with, to keep going or walk away. He knew that building something takes time, especially in that kind of environment. He was proud of the progress they had made, but in the end, he found he just didn't have the energy to keep going. I just didn't have the desire to wake up and do it anymore. I was just like, this is just too much. And, you know, when you start to lose your sleep or your health goes downhill and things like that, you start to, these little points, you're like, you should, you should kind of check in with yourself, right? Like, and sometimes you check in too late. Yeah. So there were some of those points that started happening. I didn't catch them early enough. Then then when my partner, when he decided to leave, I could tell that he was getting burned out too. When I started to think, is this, is this something I want to keep doing? You think about, well, what are you doing? Like, do you want to continue to sell the mobile phone carriers? Do you want to continue to, you know, this process of building out these games? Is it something you really want to continue to do? Is it the right path that's actually going to be successful? Well, they didn't have that many downloads. So even if we did like 10 more carriers, we weren't talking about like a big business here. We were talking about maybe paying our salaries, right? <laughs> like so, so I was like, do the math. Like we got a long way to go before we really figure out how to make this a business, right? So do you still want to keep doing what you're doing? And the, the short answer came to be, I don't think this is going to, we're going to figure this out. Like the other question as an entrepreneur or somebody is you have to ask yourself the question, can you figure it out? I think it's an important question. And I think the answer we were getting to was, I didn't think we were going to figure it out. Like we didn't have it figured out. It wasn't, the math wasn't going to work. And I don't think we, you know, unless we really changed the business and started developing different games, which we didn't know how to do, then it was just wasn't going to work. So, so we had a lot of doubts in our own abilities too. Kurt learned that asking yourself these kinds of questions is key to becoming a successful founder. Is this worth sticking out or should I stick it out? Can we figure it out? I've asked that question a lot. I think sometimes I may, I've even made the wrong mistake where I've stuck it out too long. Where I was like, okay, actually, yeah, like this can actually work. I think we can figure it out. I think we can get there. Uh, so I always ask that question. Um, you know, is it is it worth sticking out? Both, not just from a monetary point point of view, but from your own growth point of view, is this worth learning? If I stay here, am I going to learn? Am I going to? And then, can I figure out? what we're doing. Like if we're actually trying to solve a problem or create something, can I figure out how to make it work? The sooner you say, yes, I figured it out, the better. Like if you can't figure it out in a very short amount of time and you're, 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 you're MVP, you know, a minimal viable product or your early stages and you're not convinced you figured it out, then you have to go back over. So I'm always asking myself, is this, is this, did we figure it out? Is this right? Is this the answer? 
And if I can't get there, I put it on the shelf. Sticking it out and building a company is hard. And as Kurt experienced, it can mean you give too much of yourself. He wouldn't do that again. You know, think of it as a marathon, like pace yourself, keep your well-being strong. It's really important when you start on a new journey to set expectations for yourself, what you want to get out of that journey or experience. And, and then make sure you're checking in on whether you're getting that because a lot of projects, most projects don't end up working, but it doesn't mean they're failures. I think if you define your expectations going into a project, then you'll never fail. Like you'll say, Hey, I actually learned all these things along the way. And nine out of 10 times you can apply those learnings to something else. I mean, almost every company in Silicon Valley that you see today didn't start that way. They, they pivoted, they tried something else, they moved. So just set your own expectations and go in there with a learning, always kind of always be learning attitude. And, and you'll, you'll find that any journey you take will be worth it. And it's not just defining the expectations though. It's about making sure they're the right ones. Kurt started this business because he was drawn by the buzz and temptation of getting rich. And that, he says, was his downfall. I think I went in with this I two ideas. One is I wanted to learn about China in a very kind of deep sense, but there could have been other ways to do that. And, and uh, I didn't explore those enough. The other one was like, oh, I thought, you know, I would catch this big wave and, you know, strike it big. Right. And that's the wrong way to think. It's absolutely the wrong way. And I would encourage you never to go in with the idea of money first and striking it big, but always go in with the idea of this really interests me and I really want to learn and I really want to solve a problem or I really want to do something. And if you just happen to catch a tiger by the tail or if you happen to strike gold, then go for it. But you went in there and you're still learning and you're even if you do make all that money, you're still going to be looking to learn and grow as a person. Think about it. You're going on a journey. You're going to go do something for five or seven years. And whether the outcome's a billion or a million, you're going to take seven years of your life or whatever to learn and to, to understand something, whatever that journey is. If it's a company, it usually takes a while, right? So lead with interest and intrigue and what captivates you and a problem you want to solve or something you wanna create that changes the world or something that really means something to you, this why. But don't, generally I would suggest don't lead with money marks in your eyes. Kurt Davis on making sure you are starting a business for the right reasons. If you want to share the lessons you learned from your own failure story, we want to hear from you. Email us on hello at secretleaders.com with a few bullets explaining what happened. I've been your host, Dan Murray-Serta, and this is our bite-sized series exploring failure, setbacks, and how they impact success. Give us a follow on your podcast app and share this episode with someone who needs to hear it. See you next time. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app.